The door closes with a click, our hunters tearing off into the stadium, and we watch the room they left behind. All right, everyone. A blue dragonborn steps forward, hands raised. Here's our plan. We... He clutches the bandaged wound at his chest and is quickly supported by the tiefling man at his side. Thank you, Dane, but it will pass. Should I go? The linking man asked the Goliath. No, no, it's okay. You'll be safe here. Safe? The beefy fearbulg asks, ears quivering. What do you mean? What's happening? Cubby's gone, you ass. The beautiful Eladrin man takes another long drink as a lion man pushes past. Cat, what are you doing? He steps up to the young woman as she leans out from the balcony, squinting up at the platform far above the field. Kane's right, T. That's Winslow. Uh, how? The long-maned man wraps his arms around her protectively. It doesn't matter. I'll keep you safe. A spray of static fires into the air. Where will we find ourselves? In the shade of the sun. Let's touch base, folks. Health-wise, how are y'all doing? My full HP or a description of my wellness? Let's let's do both, just so we can orient the listeners to, you know, health and, and cane and stuff. Just so we get a, a feeling for those numbers. I have 27 health left, and I have a maximum of 117. So I am about a fourth... A little bit less than a fourth of my maximum health pool. That's after using a good portion of my healing on myself as well. So the equivalence in human terms is broke a leg falling out of a tree and is hobbling. But Kane didn't break a leg hobbling out of a tree. He's been shot multiple times. <laughs> in world, well, I glancing am. Glancing blows. <laughs> yeah, glancing blows. You know, the health is a marker of will and a lot of other things so i am emotionally scarred have some bleeding that has not stopped but isn't actively lowering my health Uh, i look like i survived a car crash but otherwise am not being hurt more uh how about you two morris is uh let's see out of my 106 maximum um, Morris is sitting at about 84 right now. So even though he was getting into the thick of things there, it was after Kane took the brunt of those attacks. So Morris has taken a few glancing shots also. Um, for him, it's a lot outside of his armor. Uh, he's not used to doing much outside of his armor combat wise. So, um, it's, it's a much less serious wound than what Kane has experienced, but he's kind of 
feeling the effects. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm. <laughs> Faye feels right as rain. I haven't taken a lick of damage, uh, mostly because I had no idea what to do after the car stopping thing. That was about as far as my strategic Can- rain could go. You're underselling the fact that you completely shut down their escape, though. So, <laughs> and opening an empty box. So those are my two contributions. <laughs> you caused the car crash. That you then had an airbag insects. shoot at me. I did. <laughs> an insect bit. <laughs> with yeah. One time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but I luckily did take a healing spell. So, Kate, if you wanna. I don't know how much healing you have left for yourself over there. Well, as the three of you walk back from the kiosk across the concrete, the stadium looming above you uh, towards the loading zone where you can still see the back half of this crushed van resting on top of the, the pile of dirt, the three of you do have a moment for yourselves, though you hear sirens in the distance. So what do we tell them? Like, do we tell them? they escape through a phone do we tell them that it was winslow do we tell them it wasn't winslow do we just leave i don't think we leave right i mean are the sirens with us glade will know they're coming but they won't necessarily be glade personnel kane at this point is just going to be looking at the shattered glass that was found by the phone before we go to the glade i think there's Someone I need to talk to first. You don't look like you're in the shape to make any more stops. Honestly. Even better. Adds a little bit of drama to the whole thing. I would say, do you... We can swing through my place, catch a quick break. I'll get suited up, and then we can go from there. Are you all coming with me, then? (laughs) What do you mean, are we coming with you? They don't tend to like... uh, newcomers i i can explain on the way okay well we'll wait outside or something then is this the weird place you took me to before yes right i've been there before right yeah uh, this is exactly right he you yes i mean you didn't let me like go in the back but like what were you doing sirens are getting louder you hear footsteps inside the garage here let's let's get out it's gonna be Harder to explain. Sounds like a lot of people are running this way. Okay, let's uh, let's get moving then. We kind of just leave opposite of the direction of where the noise is coming from. Try to get away from the crowd that might be forming. You turn and start running away from the the van. There. Uh, I wouldn't say running, but just hurried steps away from the scene. Whichever way we can most easily break line of sight before making our progress. Sure. So as you kind of process this, you look around, you see this area is pretty exposed. There's really just that kiosk that you've been walking away from. Beyond the kiosk is the street and then buildings beyond on this back side of the stadium. Horse is just going to kind of squint his eyes for a second and then like, ah, let's just keep moving. Okay. And then Siren's getting turn. closer. And he's going to cast darkness at the entrance of the garage. So that way they can see the van, but not past it. What's the range on darkness? It is 
uh, 60 foot range. 60 foot range. Okay. It's a 15 foot radius sphere. Got it. Okay. Well, that, that would be enough. So Morris, you extend your hand and cast this spell and the three of you see as at the entrance to this garage, covering the back half of the van and the, you know, further into the stadium, a pool of shadow, like the light comes to it and then vanishes. And it is just a semicircle of, of darkness and a dome that appears. And from inside the garage, the, the footsteps pause and you hear shouts and, and calls of alarm. Okay, let's go. That's not going to last a whole bunch of time. And the three of you turn and begin to run towards the city proper. Uh, why don't the three of you make stealth checks? Just to see if you are able to get to cover without being spotted. Do we get any kind of advantage with the darkness or no? I would say no, because you know there are other people approaching and yeah. different eyes on this scene. In that case, if the darkness isn't going to give us a stealth advantage, I'm going to cast Pass Without Trace. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. So as the three of you run, casting that on all three of you? Yes. They have okay. to stay within a certain distance of me. I forget. Probably 15 feet, something like that. And that is a, a what bonus to stealth? That is a plus 10. Plus 10. All right. So let's add that to what you got. So that gives me a 20. 24? 18. 18. All right. It was a two on the dice. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will say as the three of you run, now Morris and Kane, you feel the shadow clinging to you as well. And it seems the the air around you as you as you are running and looking at your companions, it's kind of hard to keep your eyes on them. Your eyes sort of slip off to one side. But you are too distracted to focus on that at the moment as you rush past the kiosk, dart across the street, and slip into an alley between two buildings and escape the scene. What do you do next? Where do you go as you slip into the alleys and have the city ahead of you? What do you do next? You know, I'm, I'm fine to beeline it to the Sunny's place. Honestly, I, I don't want to let the news media get ahead of this or the Glade start to make their own conclusions before I have more information. Sunny. Sunny? That's where you get those spheres, isn't it, Kane? Not the only source, but I've been known to trade a few things. You gonna ask her to ID what we found back there? At least try to get a lead. Oh, maybe see if it's one of hers? That's my thought. I wouldn't know Winslow to be using something like this, so if there's been a recent transaction... Hopefully I can trade something valuable enough to get that information. Well, maybe while uh, you work on that, maybe uh, Faye and I can try and figure out this static revolver thing. Take a look at it, see what it's all about. Because from everything that you've said and the reports I've looked over, um, it doesn't seem like uh, Winslow needed a tool like that. Like he could just do it himself. So... Maybe that'll help give us some info, too. I can check it for prints. This is as you all are walking through the alleys. Okay. Are we splitting up, then, or are you just going to inspect it outside of Sunny's shop? Jeez, oh, what do you think, Faye? I think we should go with him. Honestly, that place seems a little sketchy to me. And he doesn't look in the condition to fight anymore. That's probably true. Uh, okay, yeah, I guess it's all... 
go together then. Um, do we take the subway? Are we huffing it? Are we going to try and circle back around for your van? I don't think we can all fit on Kane's motorcycle. Hmm, That's a good point. I don't think going back for the van is a good idea. Do you guys? Probably not. I mean, okay. I could head there first and... We'll want to get it before the night's up, though, because parking's going to be ridiculous otherwise. <laughs> not want to pay those fees. Yeah. You know, Morris, in the trauma of the evening, uh, I had forgotten about the parking fees, but that's a good call. Like, I'm just saying they're going to try and hit you with a monthly rate. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I guess let's take the subway then. If that's really our only option. How far is it, Vic? You are in the downtown district, so it would be like a 20 to 30 minute walk if you're going to go on foot uh, quicker via subway, of, of course. Well, it's only about 20 to 30 minutes walking from here. I'm starting to recognize some of the downtown buildings. Maybe gets uh, give me some chance to catch my breath. You want to just walk? Probably get a lot more looks if I'm on the subway like this. That's yeah. true. Do you have anything to heal yourself up or... You okay? Just enough for a few scratches. And I pump the remaining 10 points of lay on hands on myself to bring myself up to 37. You see some of the more shallow cuts go away. Uh, maybe some of those uh, bruisings start to match more of the complexion of my skin. Okay. As the three of you walk through the alleys, coming out into the streets of the city and making your way through the downtown district towards Sonny's Chance Palace. Kane, you heal up a little bit. Morris Faye, how do you pass the time? You are weaving through the crowds of folks, many of whom are still dressed up in their hoops and loops, you know, fan sporting gear. Uh, you can see the bars that you pass have you know, disgruntled fans inside looking at screens that, uh, well, by now they would be showing the stadium again. And you can see it looks like the matches is being called off to be rescheduled for a later date. Everyone is terribly disappointed. I guess Faye's going to pull out her phone and start scrolling through media sites to see what's being said about what happened. Okay. Why don't you make an investigation check? A 15. 15. All right. Uh, Where is Lexi searching? What sort of forums? You can give me a few and I'll, I'll tell you what the vibe is. Yeah, I guess I guess more like the major news outlets, probably not anything more obscure, things that would have the resources to cover things quickly. Okay. So the major news headlines are are flashing things like missing mascot, hoops and loops for a loop, like that that kind of mm-hmm. that kind of thing or they're, you know, people are are analyzing uh, you know, where is Cubby? What happened? Spokespersons for the stadium uh, are you know, not giving straight answers. Uh, they're all demanding news as to what happened to the beloved mascot of this beloved sport. You see there are uh, already like opinion pieces popping up that are like calling out like maybe this was some sort of ploy by the tides to get the game rescheduled. There's a lot of discussion and analysis going on. You do see Winslow's face. Okay, that's what I was Holding the gun for. into the air on every page. Okay. Who is this man? Mm-hmm. Bad news, guys. They're already talking about Winslow in the news. I mean, not by name, but there's pictures of his face all over the place. 
That's why it's a race against the clock. We gotta find out what's going on before the news outlets start spinning their own story. I mean, I know your friend was a bit of a hermit or whatever, but someone's gonna get facial recognition software on this in like 30 seconds. It's already been done, if we're being honest. Well, not by the Summit City Sun, who says, who is this man? <laughs> well, yeah, but they're kind of a rag anyway, so. I bet that's who that Rue was reporting for, being honest. Did she say which newspaper she was with? I believe she said the Summit City Times. Oh, Summit City Times. Much more reputable. I almost wrote down in my notes the SS times. That's a very different thing. That's a very different yeah. thing. Social Security times? <laughs> yeah, sure. Because city spelled with an S. <laughs> I didn't question that, though. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yo, acronyms, yeah. that's how they work. Um, shoot. Okay. So if we're to assume that, I mean, everything else that this supposed Winslow was doing was like what he would do right like how do I put this um if he knows we're after him what are the odds are that A will be able to find him B be able to sneak up on him C that he's already tracking and hunting us now well that's why our only option is to understand what the goal is here and beat him up the objective if his focus was to kill us I mean we'd have a much more difficult time right now but there's something else going on and that's what we need to find out to find him hey guys I don't know if you remember this cause you know it's probably just another day for you all but I did get shot there's a guy with a gun right Faye's making a great point I mean what if he's, he's been following us for longer than we know why the upgrade from a bullet to this thing? Did he not have this when the supposed person last shot at you? I mean, think about how much harder it would be to track him. No evidence. And if he can just move through a phone line? Like, I, I don't know. Look, I've made a few upgrades to the shop. So maybe, and I need my gear. If we're going to be doing this, I at least need to pick up my backpack before we get moving so let's swing through this place that you need to go to Kane and then let's let's hit up tech repair we can kind of reconvene gather ourselves and move out from there and uh, as I say that I kind of like clench my fist and the ring on my hand lights up and the light expends from it and I recharge my third level spell slot okay you do that, there's a, an old dwarf sitting on the corner as you're walking past who's like, oh, cool, man. Morris just like, gives a little point along his sunglasses that he's wearing and keeps walking. Before long, the three of you make your way to the dingy alley that houses Sunny's Chance Palace. You see the flickering neon light above the stairs leading down into the basement, uh, basement gambling hall. You see a uh, now familiar looking bouncer on the outside uh, as you approach Kane and he holds out his phone for you to pay the toll, the toll, the cover. Oh my God. It's been too long. (laughs) 
Welcome to Since my I've stairs. Been to a gambling you den. must pay a toll. <laughs> it is I, the stair troll. <laughs> I don't have to pay cover, right? Everyone's got to pay cover. <laughs> he jabs his phone towards you as well. I'm losing my touch. It fades just gonna. <laughs> The three of you pay and make your way inside. And Morris, for the first time, you see the dingy, smoky gambling hall that is Sonny's Chance Palace. You see the bar to the right where a kind of decrepit-looking bartender is currently just wiping things down with the rag. It is busier than previous times when Kane and Faye, you've been here. There is a, a decent crowd going on. You can see that they've set up Older TVs on on tables spaced throughout as people are playing on the slot machines or in in the further back, uh, sitting at the different tables, kind of groaning and and complaining to each other as they toss cards or or roll dice, and uh, you take in the space. I didn't know places like this actually existed. If I'm being honest, only in the circles Kane keeps. I'll waste no time trying to get the access code to the back room. Rule for persuasion. Intimidation. Intimidation can work. Uh, 16 plus 7. 23. Faye and Morris, you watch as Kane just leans on the bar. And the bartender <laughs> throws the rag over their shoulder and leans in. And Kane, he whispers to you, naturally. And then the bartender leans back and goes back to their business. All right, well, you two, feel free to keep yourselves entertained. Morris, I wouldn't stare someone in the eyes for too long. Uh, He's wearing yeah. sunglasses. They can tell. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Well, let's not just stand in the middle. Let's go sit at the bar, okay? Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe we'll, you know, assimilate with no, the crowd, we will not. right? We, we will sit here quietly <laughs> and we will drink our drinks. Maybe not you, though. I think you've had enough today. I'm fine. Remember? <laughs> I have been chill since I have been chill. So, I'm chill. The I'm chill. bartender puts down two drinks in front of you, and Kane, that's what you see and, and hear as you push through the crowd towards the back rooms. And you approach the... Uh, long shadowed hallway and the door with the, the slit at eye level, which opens up. You see a, a pair of dark eyes. Password. Uh, I really don't know it, but naturally I'm here to see Sonny. Eye slit slams closed and you hear a, a few clicks and the door swings open and you see Sonny's room once again. The green carpet floor, the numerous tables, the lights out above all but one in the back where Sunny sits, as always, hands in front of her, fingers interlaced. Welcome back. Hey, Sunny, how's it going? She gestures to the seats in front of her as the door is closed behind you. So how's business been? Business has been booming. It seems in these trying times, everybody wants to take a risk. Very much so. Look, uh, we'll, we'll cut the chit-chat, I know. Time is money. So, how liable are certain transactions able to be discussed? You're asking about my previous guests, I suppose? You deal with information, and I'd imagine 
all information can be negotiated. But of course. I'll take a seat and then pull out the module that laid shattered on the ground and just pull out the pieces. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She cocks an eyebrow. So I'm kind of grasping at straws here, but this was used to move throughout the phone lines. Does that sound like a spell you're familiar with? Maybe traded it to someone? She takes a hand and reaches underneath the table and returns with a bowl. And she shakes the bowl and you hear a jingle. And she upturns it on the table and a set of six-sided dice spill out made of metal. Information for information. You know the drill. If you want what I have, you've got to put some of your own on the line. Who goes first? We will go simultaneously. And for the information you ask, I will ask, who do you work for in as much detail as you are willing to provide? You do not strike me as someone who works alone. And it might not surprise you, but I am suddenly very curious as to the company that you keep. I'll just look around the room and strike an idle pose by tipping my chair on two legs. Well, you don't get scars like these uh, working freelance, that's for sure. Hmm. We will play a game called Scarn. You can roll the dice as many times as you like, each number you add to the total. But if you roll a one, you lose your score. Highest score at the end wins what the other provides. How do I know you even have information that can help me? That is quite a risk, isn't it? She grins. Shall we? Don't have a reason to doubt you yet. Let's begin. So, Skarn. We will take turns rolling the d6 or the six-sided dice. Each time we will add the number to the previous score. You can stop whenever, and that will be your score for the round. But if you roll a one, your score for the round goes to zero. What determines when the game stops? When someone wins. I think you get to pick when you're like happy with your total. That is correct. Do they roll independently or in secret? We will roll in rounds, and it will be on the table. Let's go. Okay, first round. She extends a long-fingered hand and takes up one of the metal D6s and rolls it before her. She gets a three. Two. Would you like to stop? She grins. Let's go again. You first. A five. She will roll. Another three. Would you like to stop? (laughs) She takes another dice and rolls it. It's a one. I roll a two. Oh, you won. She rolled one. Oh, okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you would have quit the round before, you could have uh, walked away with a little bit more pride. That is not quite how I play. But remind me again what you would like to know, some question about my other clients. What is the list of people that have purchased from you? The spell that lets you go through power lines. A spell that lets you go through power lines. She takes a moment to think. There are few sources of a spell like that in this city. 
to the best of my ability, of course. I do know that the ability to change locations, to teleport oneself across distances, is a conundrum that many, many are trying to solve. If someone had gotten this from me, I would be quite a wealthy lady. Here I was thinking that this old uh, gambling hall was just for character. You could say I have an aesthetic, perhaps. But those without factions sometimes have more power than those limited by an organization. That's true. They probably wouldn't take too kindly with talking with you. That being said, who should I talk to about this wealth-generating spell? Another god, I suppose. You have your... Galileo, there are others, and it seems one has developed quite the interesting skill. Max, I need your help on this one, and Lexi, if you remember, the party hat. Yeah, what's up? So remember when we I was being spied on by the power lines and the whole gods and the, 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 the Prometheus and all that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how Galileo tracked you. And discovered you. It's true. You think Galileo's working? Someone else is using Galileo? Maybe I'm misunderstanding, but to me it almost sounded like she was saying that that sphere wasn't for that. Like he might have that power somehow other than, like he could have used that sphere for a different spell? Or do we know for sure he used that sphere to cast that spell? That's my assumption, just based off the fact that I saw. It is technically circumstantial evidence. Because when did we first see the broken sphere? I found it as soon as I uh, went to the room Winslow was in. And the phone was off the hook with the dial tone, right? Do we technically have any confirmation that he disappeared into the phone? Could he have teleported? And we're just thinking the phone because the static is on the brain all the time. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Maybe he just called somebody and then teleported? Well... There was, like, no time from when I got in there. Maybe he picked it up to call somebody, heard us coming, dropped it, used the sphere for a teleportation spell. I don't know. I'm just trying to think because I don't think we have, like, concrete proof that the sphere is what got him into the power lines. That's the assumption I'm running with. Whether it's true or not uh, Mm -hmm. is yet to be determined. Uh, I'll go back in in World with Sunny. Are you... Okay, you you said I'll go back, and I was like, "Did you leave to go talk to <laughs> no, them?" No, no, yes. no. Hey guys, <laughs> this slides no. the slot back, guys. <laughs> no, back from the ba- brainstorming session to <laughs> the scene. So the city guardian you keep around. Uh, last time they banded together, they had an effect similar to this, but. As far as I know, Prometheus is dealt with, so that knocks that out of the table. Well, the information I learned is that you don't have the information I need. She shrugs. Some games don't go the way that you expect. She's just mad she lost. Maybe next time. Next time. I'll let Ruby Core know that you send your guards. As you approach the door and, and her guard opens it, You hear behind her, 
I'll send them along. And you walk out into the hallway, and the door closes behind you. I go back to find Faye and Morris, and I'll try to sneak up on Morris. Morris is currently way too loudly accidentally figuring out card counting as he's watching people play blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> like, way too loud. He's like, oh, okay, well, Faye, I feel like I should play that. You can, Cause okay. like, look, cause see that, see the guy over there, he got a five and a seven before, and earlier he had another seven, and the other guy got a seven, so that means at this point, the chance of there being a seven is actually really low, and then this guy's already rocking a hey, 13. Morris. Hey, Morris. So, like, Hey, buddy, um, you can explain this to me because it's very interesting, but you're going to want to do it much quieter because most people don't cotton to this kind of shit. Like winning? One of the elves sitting at the table who's got like uh, an undercut, like long hair down their back, but an undercut kind of turns is like, no, no, keep it going, please. What should I do? <laughs> like leans oh. over and holds his cards up to you. Like He's got the 13. Morris. Most people would consider that cheating. Paying attention is cheating? When you're playing against people of typical intellect, yeah. The others at the table pull him back and slap him upside the head. It's Ow. just keep it like there's only fifty two options. You just keep track of them. I, like it's not that crazy. I'm not following a single thing you're saying. Kane, well, you just, you return. In the end, it's just like a fourth of that because it's like, you know, like there's four sevens, there's four eights, there's four fours do i manage to sneak up on morris uh roll a stealth check why don't you <laughs> we'll compare it to morris's passive perception is pass without a trace still active no <laughs> i doubt it it's not for an hour well you have to be within 30 feet of me are you with i guess when you get close to me maybe <laughs> hold on let me see that's funny it is an hour but yeah it is an hour it's okay, okay. Yep. so kane go for it 17 yeah, you beat my passive perception. Okay. I, with a very firm grip, grab his shoulders and try to change my voice a bit. We don't allow that here. <gasps> oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm just trying to... Uh, Amy Kane. <laughs> trying to trying to work on some voices. What did you think about that one? That was a pretty good voice. Thank you. That was a good voice. Did you get, yeah. Did you, uh, <clears throat> did you get what you need? Not really, but honestly, that's information on the same. I learned how to play blackjack. Nice. I'll um, I'll have to have you whisper in my ear sometime. No. Well, maybe I want to make my own bets. Maybe I should play you in blackjack. I just know that if you get an ace and a ten, you keep that. That's usually how you win. Oh, see, this dealer says aces are low. You could choose. Either or. Morse's eyes go huge behind his little glasses. This changes everything. Interesting. I need to rethink my strategy. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's get a move on because these wounds are starting to catch up with me. You guys still all right with going to my place? Does that work? Yeah, you, you got to get the shrike, right? I do. If you don't yeah, mind... I wouldn't want to walk there. Stick the subway? Like, uh, I have my motorcycle. I can meet you all there. Okay, that works. Let's do that then. We'll, uh, we'll take the subway and I guess you'll meet us over there unless you think one of us should go with you. Yeah, do you want to go with him? I can take the subway. 
you you sure? I don't want you to have to go by yourself. I always take the subway. I have a subway pass. Sorry. Like, wow, we have just been in a (laughs) gunfight. Right. And you have been shot before. Maybe you should go with Kane now that I'm thinking about it. You are technically the most defenseless of us right now, though, right? I just fought a man in hand-to-hand combat (laughs) while drunk. And how many hit points do you have left? Most of them. (laughs) The bartender. The overwhelming majority. (laughs) The bartender. And walks to another side of the bar. Whatever, dude. Sounds like he needs to be chilled. (laughs) Let's get out of here. Motorcycle will be here in a few minutes. I'm just going to clean off some of the dried blood in the sink. I'll uh, I'll be outside in a few. Faye's already got her helmet and stuff for the bike. Like, you guys, you guys go. I'll, Are you saying I'll, I'll catch the helmet won't fit? Like, I can I can take it off and put it on your head. This is not a good argument. It's custom. Okay, how about this? Kane, choose your companion. I start walking towards the bathroom. This is not a me fight. I mean, I'm flattered, honestly, but we're technically we'll be there fighting in a few about minutes. who doesn't have to go with you. Oh, you both. We're technically. I guess if you look at it that way. See, <laughs> that's the difference between a half glass full, half glass empty. Here I was thinking you were fighting on who gets to come along with Did me. Did you know that if you think about that, the glass is technically always full. What? The bartender leans over. Philosophical quandary. With with air. Exactly. With air. There's two fluids in that glass. Gives a knowing look. I'm I'm not in that scene anymore. (laughs) 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 Kane, you go to the bathroom and tidy yourself up. Meanwhile, Morris and Faye, do you decide who's doing what? Faye, you've been shot. He's beat to hell and back. It's just my place that I've gone to many, many times. People are used to seeing me there. I'm just going to get a head start. I'm going to take the subway. You wait here for Kane, and I'll meet you guys there, okay? Uh, okay, but if you get hurt on the way there, I'm going to be pissed off. Me too. Because you can't transform into a city guardian, I don't think, the last time I checked. Maybe the city guardian was in here. Nope. All nope. A lot. Okay, fair, but you're not going to transform on a subway anyway, so checkmate. Okay, just and get Morris. Just get. And Morris walks out. Fuck. Okay. Morris, you exit Sonny's Chance Palace and walk up the stairs, passing the bouncer, who doesn't even look up as you walk past and out into the alley. You weave your way through these back streets and eventually come out. If you didn't have your sunglasses on, you would be blinking in the evening light in the plaza beneath the Summit City Trust. You walk down the sidewalk and to the corner. You wait for the light to change and you join the crowd as you cross the street. Do you walk across the plaza or do you follow the sidewalk towards the subway entrance? Morse would probably naturally cut across. You do that. And you, once again, take in the beauty of the city, the sunlight reflecting off the glass windows of the skyscrapers around you, the crowds of people sitting at the benches and the tables set up around the plaza, the, the fine brickwork beneath your feet. You see the you see a vending machine 
uh, off in the distance. It's, it's jingles sort of faint in the air of the crowd and the Summit City Trust, its shadow looming over all. You reach the entrance to the subway. Morris turns and just gives a look up and kind of squints his eyes a little bit to trust and shakes his head and heads back underneath. Gets on a train to uh, drifting. And off you go. Kane, in the bathroom, you are cleaning up the bloodstains on your arms, the water wet and the soap slick as you try to awkwardly wash off your hands and in the sink and you, you kind of cup your hands and, and splash water in your face and you, you look up in the mirror and for just for just a moment no, no, no you turn yourself back and continue cleaning Faye sitting at the bar you watch the room you see folks sitting at the tables gambling, the, the elf who got hit upside the head earlier kind of grumbling as he loses his hand he asked for one too many cards and broke 21 in blackjack and you kind of chuckle to yourself at that as the bartender looks over at you you want another drink i'm good i think we're about to head out fair enough goes back to cleaning the bar top as you sit and experience the ambiance the jingling of the slot machines behind you and after a few minutes, you see Kane return. All right. Ready? I drew the short straw. Let's go. All right. Walk outside and get ready to go to Morris's shop. As the two of you walk out to the alley and then to the street, you see Kane's sleek black motorcycle puttering up the lights underneath, creating a sort of colorful show as it pulls up to a stop on the street. Two of you gear up, hop on the motorcycle, and head out into the city. Hello out there, you listeners in Static Land. It's me, your Keeper of the Lore, Victor here, with a bit of a sore throat this week, so I'm leaning into it. Got some music, got some tea, and got some good company. That's you. I want to let you know that we here at True Meta Inc. have another special episode in the works. This one's a beach episode. We'll put it up on the feed sometime this summer, yeah? In the meanwhile, you can find us on TrueMetaInc.com or on social media at TrueMetaInc. If you follow us on Twitter and Insta, you'll also be subscribed to some nice updates about our episodes as they're posted. (sighs) Oh, that's good. Well... That's the news this week. I'll get out of your hair. Remember that good self-care and enjoy the rest of the episode. Morris, we join you as you walk down the street and drift in towards Beekman Tech Repair. Passing buildings so familiar to you and yet 
new? So many of your neighbors, so many of the other shops on the street have been bought out. The building's either torn down or refurbished beyond the point of recognition. More as you pass by new glass windows, new fancy signs, neon, where before there was only wood and metal. The street is clean, sidewalk fresh, concrete recently poured. None of the old handprints, the palms, the initials, sunk into the stone over the years, all fresh, all new. You know that you're approaching Beekman Tech Repair not just because this building is yours, but because drifting around it has not yet changed. The sidewalk is crumbled, the street with potholes, the street lights old and flickering, but it's familiar. It has a story, and that story is you. And as I walk, Morris will look and smile at a little chalk drawing that's on the sidewalk outside of his store, a little person holding hands with a larger person. He'll make his way up and start to put a hand on the door, and then he'll stop and take a few steps back, and he will just stand there and examine the outside of his building while he waits for Kane and Faye to show up. Okay. That is where they find you, Kane and Faye, as you roll up on Kane's motorcycle and come to a stop. You see Morris standing out front on the side of the building. Where is he? He's just up front. Out front, just standing there waiting for you. Guys, make it okay? You're alive. So to you. It's good. It's good. I guess traffic was pretty bad. I didn't expect to get here so much sooner than you guys. On the ride here, I was thinking, why don't you um, have your little go-go gadget thing on wheels that you can just, like, call up on your phone in case we run into a situation like that? Well, we'll see if we get another hunt thrown our way, and maybe that'll be my next in, uh, next upgrade. I mean, I, I, I did do something new with it recently. I don't know if I've had a chance to show you guys. I'm sure I've talked to you off about it, but got that backpack made with it, but I figured it wouldn't get in through the security. Detector, yeah. Since it's like metal, almost exclusively. Um, <laughs> a- a- anyways. <laughs> metal um, and magic, baby. Metal and magic. <laughs> it's metal and magic. It's so much metal that it confuses the metal detector. Now you're onto something. Overload the system. That's something else it's it just its reaction is just no, surely nobody would bring this much metal through me <laughs> surely anyways i guess it's been a little bit since you guys have been to the store made a few upgrades uh i think if we're dealing with somebody who can teleport around maybe has the abilities your friend winslow deal with the static i think this is going to be the safest place we can work for right now so, I promise that as long as you're in here, Faye, now on out, you will never be shot again. What have you, what have you done? And as the two of you look at Morris's building here from the front, you can see that his large display windows now seem to have an opaque backdrop behind them. You can see some like nice uh, computers and electronic devices that are set out in sort of that bump out. Like, you know, the kind of store where, like, the the front of it dips in to get to the doorway? That's, like, what Beacon's Tech Repair is like. So those parts that are kind of bumped out, 
are all glass and they have there's devices and everything in it but it's it's like an opaque backdrop now whereas it used to be open and the door is very opaque now too and we're gonna have to see how this resolves i will personally allow victor our good friend okay to come in and listen but i'm not sure this is up to him because he knows all these things oh i'm not sure, sure if I'm oh, not sure I see. if the keeper of the lore is allowed in. Because what we have done, we have stepped into Morris Beekman's private sanctum. I see what you're doing. I see what this is. This is this is tricky. And so, I am I am surprised that you feel you know enough to even even pull this trick. I have some thoughts. Mm-hmm. And Morris, some of the things that could maybe be byproducts of this are some things that I think I, as a player, enjoy. Morris is doing this because of the very specific incidents that have happened inside of his store. Mm -hmm. So, Private Sanctum is a spell in which you make an area within range magically secure. The area is a cube that can be as small as 5 feet to as large as 100 feet on each side. The spell lasts for the duration, which is 24 hours, or until you use an action to dismiss it. So... Since I can pick the dimensions of it, it's the size of Beekman's Acropair. When you cast the spell, you decide what sort of security the spell provides, choosing any or all of the following properties. Sound cannot pass through the barrier at the edge of the warded area. The barrier of the warded area appears dark and foggy, preventing vision, including dark vision, through it. Sensors created by divination spells cannot appear inside the protected area or pass through the barrier at its perimeter. Creatures in the area cannot be targeted by divination spells. Nothing can teleport into or out of the warded area. Planar travel is blocked within the warded area. And just a fun little fact, uh, casting the spell on the same spot every day for a year makes this effect permanent and he already cast it last night. So that's beside the point. In an effort to secure Beekman Tech Repair, Morris has done a little digging, a little research on uh, making locations secure and has come across some old processes and has employed them alongside the new. And uh, I know Victor said the level up process was a little more gradual. So it's up to him to decide how many days this has already been cast in a row. But Morris has cast this daily, and I made a point of during the earlier fight never touching my fourth level spell slot. Jeez. <laughs> oh God! Just, just a hard cut. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> you step out of Beekman's Tech Repair. <laughs> oh no! A giant meteor comes down and kills Morris instantly. <laughs> and he this... gets kidnapped for longer than a day. <laughs> and, and this is why Quetzalcoatl said that Morris Beekman would be a problem. I have a question. I have a, like a gameplay question. Can you like could I call someone on a phone from inside the store? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm just I think curious. so. I think so, but they could not locate you through that call. Okay. Basically, I've got an Hella good VPN. Okay. <laughs> okay. Or can you? Because what is what is phone calls other than communication to a divination type satellite? 
True. But it didn't say anything about going out, but I maybe I couldn't risk it. I'll send Decibel some voice memos that just say, fuck you, Decibel. <laughs> <laughs> For this casting today, Morris, because you choose the properties in which to make this private sanctum, which properties do you choose? So I already said it's opaque. So you can't see through it. Divination, teleportation, planar travel, that's going to be guaranteed. The only one that I'm iffy on is sound because he does have like customers coming in and out. So he doesn't want it to be like too freaky weird. So I'm leaning towards sound is still a possibility. Let's try it. Just outside of Beekman Repair, that's a wiretap. I will say, I, I will say you're being you're being extremely uh, gracious in presenting it with this level of detail and care. I, I do appreciate that very much. Uh oh, that's a scary sentence. So why don't you try it? You are standing outside Beekman Tech Repair. Um. So, anyways, after the whole weird mirror thing, um, and Faye getting shot. And God knows what else going on in and out of the store. I just decided I needed to lock this place down pretty solidly. Can't forget the mystery of the disappearing trash can. Well, the additional and then disappearing trash can. Look, based on everything else at the time. Don't forget the mirror. See, it's because of the mirror. It's because of the mirror that tried to tell me it belonged there. And that is not what mirrors do. It talked to you? You didn't tell me that. Okay, it didn't talk to you. It, it made me think it was supposed to be there. Like something was trying to make me think it was supposed to be there, and I was able to push through it and be like, no, I did not buy this mirror. This is not my mirror. Maybe it's an oxytocin secreting mirror. That's also bad. Like, do you not, like, that's also bad. If somebody has a drugging mirror in my building, I don't authorize that. Just come inside, guys. Let's let's get this figured out. Am I going to be like instantly vaporized when I walk in? No. I made sure you guys are on the okay list. Okay. Faye follows you inside. I lead the two of them inside. We see Morris step into this opaque wall behind the door to Beekman Tech Repair, followed shortly by Faye, and then Kane. Okay, so, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's take a minute here. here. Why don't you have, why don't you have some, some um, Catch a breather. You got any of the, the spicy cup noodles? Really oh, go yeah. for some of that. He's going to start getting out his various tools. He's going to try and... He's going to probably try and use his forensics kit. That'll be a 29 on uh, his investigation. You're the DM now. You can make up whatever you want. Give <laughs> <laughs> me a name and address, date of birth, social security number. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Kane. Kane is... Kane... Kane is, Kane is upstairs. Kane is upstairs. Kane, Kane, what are you doing? Do I hear this voice? What voice? I'm just getting together, Maruchin, 
sniffing the eggs to make sure they're still good. Might boil them in a pot nearby, get some poached eggs in there. Okay, Kane is cooking eggs, and Faye, uh, Faye? I'm sitting with Morris, watching him work on the... Faye's, the Faye's with Morris in the back room. Morris is, is working on investigating. What, what, what are you, what are you, what are you doing, Morris? What are you... Oh, I'm just, uh, swabbing for prints. I'm gonna try and check for manufacturer labels on all these things, see what I can do to piece the module back together again. Use a little epoxy to build it back up once more and reassemble Got it. it and see if that's any information. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you rolled a you rolled a it was twenty eight. Uh, twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay, that's that's pretty good. Just that extra point matters. That's pretty. Yeah. Um. So when you dust this thing for prints, um, it's you see that there are fingerprints, but like marks and oil on the handle of this gun. Some of them are yours, and you can kind of you check for that. Others are, they're just flat. There's no ridges, no marks. There is no manufacturer's ID. And as you turn over this gun in your hand, you don't see like a, a hatch or an opening or a place where ammunition would be added. Okay. Any information from the ball, the glass orb? The shattered glass orb that Kane picked up? Yes. Is it just glass? It's it's just it's it's like one of the bulbs that that Kane has. It's not a the the glass you would know this from working with Kane and, and your role. The glass isn't what's special, it's what goes inside. And that which was inside is gone. I wasn't sure if it was like uh if it was like glass with like a plug, almost like a light bulb sort of. Yeah, there's thing. there's like a there's like a plug to it. Absolutely. Is there any information on the plug? It's a generic. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You know, this is, this is like an arcane sort of transmitter focused sort of thing that the construction of this, what you have is generic. Perfect. Okay. So as he wraps up his uh, dusting and and examination, Morse is going to turn to Faye. It's all completely untraceable. Like conspicuously so you mean you didn't find any prints i did well mine but then also the other prints were prints without prints like they were just flat like like no information like if if you know my thumbprint you know it's got a bunch of squiggles Mm -hmm. this would just be like a dot is it the right size for like a finger or is it just yeah like it's it's shaped like the pad of a finger. There's just no information on it, which like even people who've like burned their prints off can't get them that clean. Can I see it or will it ruin something if I touch it? Oh, I mean, I've gotten everything I can get from it. So yeah, take a look. Can I cast detect magic on the gun? Absolutely. <laughs> That's totally in my spells list. It's okay. It's probably a fourth level. That's very. <laughs> it's a first level. Yeah, no, it's incredibly smart. I was just like, let me game the system. And you're just like, I'll use one of the things that are like good for being used for this. Mm-hmm. Basically, if something is magical, I can see a faint aura around it. And I learn it's school of magic, if any. So I'm not sure how helpful that would be on like the pieces of glass, because it seems that whatever was magical is no longer inside. But if the gun is enchanted in some fashion, maybe. 
Faye, you are correct. The shards of glass, that that bulb, mm-hmm. that doesn't have any magic to it anymore. Okay. Uh, the gun, though, is filthy with it. Okay. And it is sending off what could be seen as conjuration magic, evocation magic. So conjuration, evocation, or is it just like such a mess of things that it could be anything? You're getting a mess of things from it, yeah. Uh, like con- conjuration, evocation. It's it's not one distinct school of magic. Whatever okay. this device is, is utilizing several. Okay. Hey, you know I'm not much for Dustin for Prince, but um, this thing has been seriously enchanted. Interesting. I wonder if that's all stuff that you need to be able to get access to the static, or if linking it to the static is what grants it those properties well chicken and the egg situation you said there's no place to put bullets no it's like nothing like it's just one it's like a the casing is just a a solid piece like there's no gaps in the housing for it is there any surface in this house you wouldn't mind getting shot um i guess the floor in the basement I'm just saying, like, would I be able to shoot it? Or, like, is it magical that, like, anyone could shoot it? Or... I mean, I shot it and static came out. Oh, so when you shot it, it worked? Yeah. Like, I shot the static out. And, like, I can't do that. Okay. So there's something special about the gun, obviously. And not necessarily... I mean, this is how they made... The doppelganger appear to have Winza's abilities, right? That's that's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. Well, it definitely has conjuration magic. It definitely has evocation magic. It's like a mess of different things. It could you know, be more than that. What one instance doesn't totally prove a theory. Let's let's take it in the basement, give it a shot. All right. Can I shoot it this time? Oh yeah, definitely. Cool. If we're shooting things, Kane will want in too. Hey, Kane, we're gonna go shoot the gun in the base. Okay, amazing! I love that. That's so good. Oh, I'm so glad. Okay. Hey, Kane, we're about to go shoot the gun in the basement. Yeah, let's go. Was that sound you like stomping down the stairs? What was that? Yes, precisely. Amazing. Don't leave the stove on. Fuck. (laughs) 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 So Max, inside here, does it like does it look like Beekman Tech Repair? Like do you see this opaque, like shimmering field? Or is it like in the windows? You can see out of it. You can see out, okay. You can see out of it, but you can't see into it. Got it. Let me just double check. Yeah. And it's it, it would make sense to me that it's a thing that you could control also. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we can see out of it. Um, like, you could probably, if you know to look for it, tell that it's a little, almost like a little shimmer, or like a shift. Kind of like a, like a poorly tinted window. Like, you can just kind of tell something's off a little. Well, hold on. It, it looks like you choose any of the following properties. The barrier of the warded area appears dark and foggy, preventing vision, including dark vision, through it. 
Oh, it does specify through, not into. Okay, then it's just dark in here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which Morse is totally cool with. But yeah, it's it's dark inside. It's like one large basement. Mm-hmm. It was it was probably pretty weird actually. As you entered, the lights were not working. And then after a few minutes, like the lights flickered and came on again. Interesting. Okay. Kane, you make it downstairs. Those will cool off. They'll be ready. So um, what are we shooting? Who are uh, we shooting? Do you have a hostage down there? What? No. Why would I have a hostage down here? You know, it would be fun if Who? I did the city guardian and you shot me with the static gun. Why are we trying to shoot you? You've been shot in this building literally half the times you've been okay, here. Okay, I'm just kidding around. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for the fact that we might fight something later, that would be really fun. Bench that idea. Okay, we'll do it on an off day, I guess. I don't know. I'm not shooting my friend. Let's go downstairs. I'll get a can or something. Builds character. <laughs> the three of you make your way down into the basement, which, what does that look like, Morris? I don't think we've seen it yet. It is definitely an unfinished basement, and it's uh, like mildly damp. There's a little dehumidifier running down there. And there's some basic personal storage down there. He doesn't keep any of uh, the professional electronic stuff down there. Just some old boxes of old clothes and whatnots and uh, parasolstice decorations. Uh, he'll just grab like a, a can of like screws and he'll just like dump out the extra screws. They're just spare things from fixing things around the, the building. And he'll set it up on a little shelf along one of the back concrete walls. Okay, um, this is like super dangerous. If this ricochets at all, whatever. wait, Morris, you said you said that it shot static, right? For me, what if it did it just because it was recently held by that guy? Maybe he was charging it with energy or something. I don't know. What if? Do you think you could like capture the static? What if we like trapped it and then you could study it in like a thing? Is that you want po- me is to that catch help? a bullet and look at it? You catch a bolt that doesn't exist, and then... Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Do you have, like, some tech or something that can, like, absorb that much, like, energy, and then you could, like, analyze it later? I'm just Let going just off just add of another server while I'm at it, I guess. Some like, si- some sci-fi terms. I mean, I've seen plenty of the movies, Yeah, you are know? you our tech guy, <sighs> Morris? I mean... Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to an extent. I heard if, like, you can print yourself and then, like come out on the other side of things maybe that's the magic that was used earlier are you suggesting this man faxed himself away <laughs> at this point that's as, that that's the best we can come up with do you have any other explanation the magic module we have upstairs some people say technology is magic okay i want to shoot the gun now please shoot the gun okay. roll a d20 Crit one, you shoot yourself. <laughs> Congratulations, your training is done. Okay. <laughs> what would I add to, is it my dex for a ranged weapon? It would be, yeah, dex for ranged, and then are you proficient in firearms? I am. So my proficiency okay. bonus too? Okay. Yep. That is a 16. The 16, okay, roll 2d8. Okay, I will do that. You blast that can. Yee. How many hit points does a can have? 
That's 12 points of damage. Fewer than that. Uh, Yes, you aim the revolver and fire it, and a burst of static rings in the air as you see it spew forth, and the can is just blown apart, obliterated. You see some, like, specks of the static, like, hit the wall and go up into the air and then quickly dissolve. Okay, be straight with me, guys. Did that look as cool as it fucking felt? It really did. Thanks, Kate. Yeah. You also, I still this. think we should we should try my capture the static. I'm just saying. I don't know. What would Morris? you what would you like to capture the static? Hmm. Morris, you got like an old computer or something that you don't care gets fried? Um yeah. Uh there's a I've got an old uh cathode tube monitor upstairs that got dropped off like three years ago and nobody's come back for. Perfect. Um, yeah, let me grab that real quick. It hasn't worked in a while, but maybe I don't know. And Morris will come back downstairs with like a one of those big boxy, like white cream plastic uh cathode tube uh computer monitors. Okay. That you would have uh that would have come in like a cow print box and uh you know, would have uh been good for running ski free on. Okay. <laughs> I plug in one of the expended modules I have into the device. All right, Faye? Are you able to plug it into the computer monitor? No. <laughs> <laughs> you do have adapters, though. You've established that. So you, you pull out the ring of adapters that you got when you first made this connection with Galileo. And through that, you're able to adapt the bulb to plug into this computer. That's a smart idea. Yeah, maybe you can hold the charge. That's good. That's a really good plan. It's worth a shot. shot. <laughs> oh. Uh. Shoot the computer. Blast it away. It was taking up space. I didn't want to look at it anymore. Kane, you don't want to try to shoot the static gun? That seems very off-brand. Not the greatest shot. <laughs> All right. Nor am I. Give me a second. It's a 10. A 10 hits? It's a computer sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) Roll the damage. Honestly, though, guys, if I were like in this situation in real life, there's no chance I would hit something a foot in front of me. Okay. The computer dodges. (laughs) Oh, no. It's the mimic. (laughs) It's the mimic. (laughs) 10. 10 points of damage. I, you know, I, I've got to say, I really love all the experimentation that you all are doing because it's really <laughs> making me think. What's the saying? You can, uh, capturing lightning in a jar or something like that? Lightning in a bottle, yeah. Yeah, I, I think this is what happens, though. Computer explodes. Pew, pew, static goes everywhere. Bulb falls to ground and breaks. Did I notice something cool with the bulb in the split second before it broke? Make a perception check. So I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is when a nat 20 would come in handy. Can I also make a perception check? Sure. I rolled a one. I was so caught up in the shooting. I didn't. A 10. Okay. Faye, with the the spray of static, it's hard to, to see what's going on. Kane, you saw that when the shot hit the computer, 
The bulb filled with static and then popped before the computer fell. Morris, don't get mad. Do you have another computer that you wouldn't mind getting shot? <laughs> um, why? Because all I see is a broken bulb and a blasted computer monitor. So, I could have sworn for half a second the static was captured in the bulb, but it was too strong, right? What if we start doing our own investigation? If we can find, what's the term like when you you flip a light and it like the current goes through like a like a like a a circuit? No, it's like a resistance. Oh yeah. What if we can, can get a resistor that that matches the the energy output of the static to learn something about it? A slow smile begins to spread across Morris's face. So you want to build a series of dampeners that we can shoot this gun into, and then we can use that to charge the bulb without it breaking? That's my line of thinking, but you use much more technical terms. Go get your food. It's about to get cold. We're going to be here a while. I run up the stairs, get everyone's meals, and let Morris do his work. Let's have a montage. What are the what are the glimpses that we get as you all <laughs> with with this new toy find yourselves overcome with scientific fervor? So Morris is going to be constructing this thing that, um, in my mind, uh, it's going to have like a receiver, like a thing that is meant to get shot. So it's going to be built with some pretty hefty metal, and it's going to then have a series of uh, like heavy-duty uh, wiring coming out of it that then goes into a modular system of dampeners that he can then slot them in that are shaped almost like little, like like a handled like briefcase almost type thing where he can like slot one in for like this much resistance and then another one in for another set of resistance, so on and so forth. So that way they can start at the maximum level. So that way they don't worry about destroying the system first. And then they slowly lower it from there to see what will allow it to pass through. Make a engineering check. Okay. For the physical aspects, you're in a tech shop. You've got the material. The question is, can you fit it together in a way where you can test this theory? Double 13s on the dice because I roll with advantage. So that brings us to a 28. Morris is really good at this, guys. Kane and Faye, as he's working fervently, what are the two of you doing? I'm doing snack runs, you know. Hell yeah. Uh, I, at one point, turned to Kane and I'm like, hey, do you think we need to update the Glade? I'm sure they got their own leads that they're working on. Because mm, we're kind of going off grid here. I know that's like your whole MO, but... I'm usually more like an on the grid kind of kind of gal. Yeah, you're welcome to to do what you think's right. I trust you. Faye kind of blinks a little bit in surprise and nods. I'm gonna at least let David know, I guess. Okay. I don't you know if communications out- can go outside of here. Did we decide on that? Faye, you pull out your phone and look. Nothing. No updates. No one's trying to. Just call. shows that. It just shows the time. It's it's a fair bit later. It's probably two hours, 
two hours since you you first entered the shop. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna send. You know what? I'm not gonna like formally update the glade. I just want to check on David. So I will text David and ask if he made it home okay, and okay, let him know we're safe, and I will see him at work. You type out the text, mm-hmm. press send, and the message pops up with a red error. Okay. Unable to connect to server. Morris, I can't text in here. Oh, um, there should be a cord uh, under the workstation. Plug into that and you'll be good. It'll just send a text through my secure line. Like my text will go to your secure line? And then out from there. Oh, gotcha. I'm not much with the tech. No worries. And Faye will try that. Okay. Faye, you plug your phone into the secure line and Mm -hmm. go to send the message again. But when you do so, the message has disappeared in a barrage of texts that you're (laughs) receiving from Decibel. Asking, kind of begging, pleading, demanding, apologizing, begging again for updates as to your location, where you are, what happened to you. Okay. And also popping up voicemail after voicemail after voicemail. I play one of the voicemails. I won't make you do that if you don't want to. <laughs> is is this beginning, middle, or end of the list? The most recent voicemail I'll play. <sighs> Faye, I don't know if you're ever going to hear this, but I want to let you know I've, I've really appreciated knowing you, and it's been an honor. Oh, I hope you're okay. <laughs> and that's it. Jesus. It's from two minutes ago. Yeah, that's awful. Okay. Uh, I feel like he perhaps deserves a, a call. Unless that feels less secure. You know what I'm calling David. Faye would call David. Okay. It is picked up immediately. Okay. Oh, Faye! Oh, oh! Oh, tell me you're alive. Tell me this isn't someone calling about a ransom. Please. Please. I'm alive. I'm so oh. sorry. Things got really crazy back oh. there. This is the first <sighs> chance we've had to breathe. <sighs> Are you okay? I'm better now. Uh, I, I, I guess Kane, Morris, they're with you too? Yeah, um, they're fine. We're all fine. <sighs> Good. It, it just wasn't even sending the messages. Yeah. It couldn't, it couldn't even get to. I, I know. There's some weird stuff going on. Um, <sighs> I'm going to tell you about it. I promise. Ooh. I can't right now. But we're alive. I'm really sorry about the game. Okay. And the, we ruined your date also, probably. Yeah, hey, don't worry about that. It, It's okay. I, I want to meet him. I I know. And I, I you know, next time. Okay. Ne- next time, right? Yeah. There's a next time. I'm alive. We're good. Thanks. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh, thank, thank you. Um. Yeah. So, uh, hey, w- whenever you finish, you know, killing the forces of evil or, or finding hell, I, gosh, I, I don't know. Did you have you found Cubby yet? Anyways, um, we're all at the Glade. Well, some of us have gone back out, but we're I'm back at the Glade and, um, you know, ready to help if there's anything that I can do. OK, you'll be the first to know. I do anticipate us eventually coming back to the Glade, but we're going to go MIA for a little bit. OK, I will keep you as updated as I can keep you. Okay. Thank you. Oh, I am so glad you're okay. The, you know what, buddy? I 
really appreciate you caring so Just much. Winslow was here and you ran off. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm assuming Kane and Morris's phones have similar frantic voicemails from you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kat was pretty upset. So okay. she I know she gave Kane some calls too. I think she's staying with Thad for, for now, but just <sighs> I'll leave that part out when I talk to him. Okay. Uh Okay. I'm not I'm not even going to ask where you are. Just be safe, okay? I will. Will you disseminate the information to those who are interested that we are all alive? I will tell I will tell them that you are alive. Yes. Okay. Yes, I will. Go home. Get some sleep. I mean it. Stay safe. You too. And you in the call. I shout from the basement. Faye, get down here. We're about to shoot this thing. Okay, I'm just letting people know we're alive, you know, like a responsible person would do. Faye, as you walk down the stairs, you see Morris finishing the final adjustment on this dampener. So I think with this in place, I would be hard-pressed to imagine it's going to put out more power than this. I could be wrong, but... And I figure from there, I built 10 of these things in place. We can drop it by 10% each time, uh, that threshold... And we can try and spitball it in between there. We can fine tune after that, you know, if it lets through, but gets a little overheated. It should hopefully keep the whole system from being destroyed. This thing's kind of wild, but we'll see how this works. Let's get one of those modules plugged in. If you got another spare cane, um, I'll also, you know, get this reader in here just so we can at least take measurements. Even if we can't capture it, we can at least figure out what it's outputting in terms of power current type i it'll be interesting to see it's it's hard to predict from there which one of these things am i shooting oh yeah nothing over here there's not enough time for me to build shielding so like don't you can just honestly shoot this thing pretty much point blank just um here let me go get you a welding mask you can put that on and just don't miss please am i the best shot here i gotta keep an eye on the system to make sure it's running okay so it's wow. between the two of you so it's between the wow. two of you <laughs> kane what is your dexterity button? i'm um i'm more well attuned to gross motor movements not necessarily fine okay. motor movements you can say you're a bad shot let's go all i'm saying i'm not saying i'm the best i've just shot the thing a couple times today already so that's all. So just to clarify, are you shooting at another computer? Are you shooting at the dampener? What's the target? Uh I made sort of almost like a like a antenna receiver, like a disc type okay. thing. Like a like a dish. Okay. Like a dish satellite. So that way theoretically wherever she hit it, it would be able to receive its information. Got it. I feel like uh we should have one of those like action movie things like Scene one, take one. Let's uh, let's get this information. See if we can't get the module plugged into the right spot afterwards. Kane, that's a great point. We need records of this. Will you film? Is it wise to to film this? Do you have a? Can I use my phone camera? Hold on, I've got a spare memory card and a camera that needed to get repaired. So we'll just. Uh, it's a little unethical, but whatever. Who's gonna tell? And Morris will run upstairs really quick <laughs> and grab somebody's camera and swap it for a spare uh, SD card and plug that in and bring it down. 
You worked one of these before? You got your shut up here. Blah, blah. Red one's the record button. Yeah, I did a few school projects on these uh, ages ago. Feels like now. And action. Make me look so, cool. Uh, <laughs> we got that on camera, so that'll lower the points a bit. So describe Morris. What is this thing and how is it going to work? Um, Morris's hands kind of uncomfortably lift up in front of the camera. So here we have a static dampener, hopefully. Um, sorry, I don't know why my hands are up like that. Um, I still know what to do with them. Keep them out of frame. I point the camera to myself and the static's like this cool, uh, ethereal thing that the gods live in and is the source of all technology and uh, evil things come from here. Who are you filming this I for? I mean, s- some of that's conjecture, but uh, we're, we're going to run a series of tests. Uh, we would just like to record our data to make sure that it is captured for posterity. We will be firing at this dish here. That is our receiver. We have a series of dampeners um, that will hopefully lower the output of this device and not cook our readout and see if we can A, charge a divine bobble and also see what we can get out of its readout. Um, if it doesn't make it through, we will remove one of the 10 dampeners and proceed accordingly. Test one. And Morris will hustle over and sit by the readout. I pan the camera to Faye and the device. Okay. I'm going to do my best to shoot where Morris showed me. You don't have to be you don't have to do it from across the room. Oh, but it's, it's cool to be like it would look co- I already did the whole like slice in the pie thing and <laughs> Okay. We'll fix some of this at post. Okay. I put the camera on myself and put it back to Faye. Faye it's, roll to hit. Post. That you're going to save for performance. <laughs> okay, that is a 13. I built it with a really low AC. <laughs> you guys, Thanks I for clarifying. Not been shooting that well. I think it's stationary. Faye, you fire the static, and this receiver that has been built, you hit it in, in one side. And together, you will watch as the static ricochets back across the receiver and angles down and up and over and further, and it gets like a tighter and tighter and tighter spread until it sinks into the receiver at the base. Roll for damage. 11. Silence. And then Morris, the receiver, starts to beep, and you see a readout. As Kane, you pan the camera over, and you see this bulb attached to the end, glowing slightly from within, filled with flickering static light. Gosh, we did it! Guys, we did it! We caught it! We caught the static! Kate caught it! Your dumb idea about catching the static just worked! He's a visionary! What now? I I don't think the movie's really prepared me for what comes after this. I mean, do we get like a Nobel Peace Prize now? They did away with the nobility years ago. Uh. <laughs> that's the uh, that's it.
charges I use for my spell casting. Okay. You grab a fresh bulb. And try to plug it in to one of the in the shade of the sun USB ports. The a- what? IT S O T S U S B. Is this like a brand thing you're trying to set up or No, I'm just uh I don't have the term for the socket. I'll just say a clear take. <clears throat> I plug in one of the expended modules I have into the device. <laughs> Fucking commit. <laughs> <laughs> the truncate silence will take care of that. <laughs> it's all about rolling dice, baby.